As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hogan Johns. We're going to play teams that have good rosters. That's part of football. You want to be good, guess what? you got to play and compete against those guys. Fields, protected. I think the offense today played well. Of course, there's always room to grow and get better, but you know, as a whole, we put up 29 points. I think that was the most points they let up this year. Just keep working and keep getting better each and every day at practice. Covering the Bears from CHGO, it's Adam Ho. Yes! We celebrate an excellence tonight! Of course. Of course. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. Oh, yes! 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 We got it, baby! Woo! Woo! We have to be able to execute better together as a group. We just got to execute better. It's Hogan Johns. Oh, another loss for the Bears, but some hope on offense with the quarterback, maybe. What's up? Hogan Johns with you. Nearly a 50-burger put on the uh, Chicago Bears <laughs> defense. But, no, uh, no, no, no. Stick with the optimism and the positive attitude. Adam, you started off well. Stay there. I am positive. I am. I. This is one of those games where I'm totally on board with, like, big picture. I think the Cowboys are really good. You could have lost by two or you could have lost by 20. What matters more is that the quarterback is making significant strides the last couple of weeks. I would say, number one, our producer, Kent Garrison, warned us. He was not kidding how good yeah. the Cowboys could be. And number two... So in your face, s- everyone who wanted us to get a new producer, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yes, we got tweets about that. Yeah, we did. But still, like, number two... Yes, Justin Fields played well. He had a pass rating about uh, what 120 or something like that. Played 122, well, a, certain- a career high. Yeah, and against a very good defense, top five defense. But number three, I think your defensive head coach still needs some better defensive players if this is going to be if this is going to work. Yeah, we had some people on the CHGO show coming after Allen Williams. I think uh, there's a talent problem over there, especially when you run into games like this against a good Cowboys team. It's pro- I'm going to warn you, it's probably going to happen against the Eagles. It's probably going to happen, especially against the Bills. Don't let it ruin your Christmas Eve. Okay, we're going to warn you a couple couple months in advance on that one. Um, Josh Allen's going to put some coal in some stockings, that's for sure. Right, but on the positive side... If the Bears are going to be a team that could score 29 points against the Cowboys, which is honestly what they should have done a couple weeks ago in that ugly loss to the Commanders, which you heard in the open there, 
um, unless we change the open because I think Ernie's making an open. So depending on what you're listening to, that may have made no sense. So I apologize. Um, <laughs> but like they did what they should have done in that game is my point. Like when they kept getting down to the end zone and not scoring, all of a sudden you do score touchdowns and you look like a competent offense. So there's going to be wins along the way is, is my point. If you're going to do that, you could beat the Dolphins next week. They hit, well, the Dolphins put up a lot of points too. Sure, Let's not forget that it might be a fun game. Okay, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's just not go four consecutive drives where it looks like the the Bears are not even on the field. Like, don't even belong on the same field as the Cowboys. Let's get to that point because those four first four possessions, it was just looked unfair. Just just not even different teams, different caliber. Um. 371 total net yards of offense, the most the Cowboys have allowed this season. And the third game in a row, Adam Hoke, third game in a row, that a Bears offense with all their problems up front, with the second-year quarterback, and with no really good receivers but Darnell Mooney, maybe Cole Komet, has flirted with 400 total yards of offense. against three pretty good off- pretty good defenses, I would say. So yeah. for siding with optimism, there's progress being made offensively. They're moving the ball. And they did it, and, and they had to do it against the Dallas Cowboys when they're down two or three scores. Like, that's not easy. That should be a, a pass rusher's dream, should it not? And Justin Fields still moved the ball. Yeah, I I really came out of this game thinking the Bears have a quarterback. Like, I am – I like, when you when they have the ball, there's a sense of confidence that you have. That like, and I have to say, I I think I even said this after the Washington game, like as bad as it was going, it was like Justin Fields is your only hope. That's that's a small sign that like you're believing in the quarterback, right? And now it's that was a couple weeks ago during an awful loss. And then you had the Monday night win. Now you have this game, which they lose by a lot, but you're offensively, you got things moving. So I I. I, I think there's something there. And that's, yeah. oh, by the way, he's still getting zero help because he still can't get a wide receiver to catch a damn tough catch for him ever. Yeah, can't. we could get to that in a second. I got there with Justin Fields, I think, last week. I just never articulated it. Going on the road in Foxborough against Bill Belichick, again, a pretty good defense, a coach who has historically dominated young quarterbacks. Like, historically has, like, embarrassed young quarterbacks. And Justin Fields had a great game on national television on the road against Bill Belichick. I left that game thinking like, oh, this could work if the Bears have some patience. And if Ryan Poles makes the right moves up front and at receiver. So let's get to those receivers. I feel like we've had this conversation at at multiple points in in our Bears covering careers, right? Like, help the guy out. Help him. Help him out. I'm in the city. There's a lot of noise around me right yeah, now. Yeah, I thought we were about to get. We, I don't know what was about to happen there. Yeah, we should address the fact that you, 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 you were looking up like uh, Greg Braggs Jr. in a mask was coming at you, which I had to deal with this morning. Now I think there's a couple of tourists outside here, very confused about how to do street parking in Chicago. They keep locking uh, the car behind me. See, see, when I, when I grew up in the city, and like parallel parking was just a a constant everywhere. Like you could just sit in front of the house some days and just watch people struggle to parallel park. And it was hilarious. Yeah. Well, I paralleled so, nicely. Oh, you're, 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 
Yeah, you're. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the tourists, the, like those two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we uh we had to pull off some uh, special situations here to get this podcast to you, but we want to make sure we did it um today. So we appreciate uh, John's doing this from the limo that he's sitting in. I wish. Uh, just the backseat of my SUV. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think it's just a minivan, but that's okay. <laughs> um, what you were in the middle of a point there. Oh, catch the darn ball. I've yeah. been in the St. Brown. Make a play in the ball. And Valus Jones Jr. like, come on, man. You gotta like, make the play. Quit giving people ammunition on, on, on Twitter to view you almost unfairly as a rookie. There's gonna be mistakes as a rookie, but they keep adding up. And adding yeah. up in bad times. You need to help your your quarterback out. That that's what I was getting at. We've had this conversation about multiple Bears quarterbacks, I feel like, where you see highlight reel throws across the league where the passes aren't perfect. Like he doesn't have to hit like Equinemia St. Brown perfectly in stride. Sometimes the bigger receiver in this instance has to go up and get the ball. Go up and get it. Yeah. At least make a play in the ball so you get pass interference. That's a frustrating play in the first play from scrimmage. Yeah, especially because it's probably something you knew was coming all week. You repped it. You saw something on film. You thought you could take that shot play. And, you know, you got to be a little critical of fields, too. I mean, under those circumstances, the pass has to be there. But it was close enough. I think he underthrew it by a couple yards. That's a play sometimes. And I don't care who you're talking about. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Like, they get help from their receivers from time to time. Not every ball is perfect. Go Google Tyreek Hill highlights. There's yeah. some underthrown passes from Patrick Mahomes where that little guy goes up and gets it like he's Randy Moss, and before you know it, it's a 65-yard touchdown. So this is where I am. This is why I always say, like, you got to watch the tape. You got to watch the games. You can't rely on the numbers. I mean, this was another game, Johns, where Fields comes in the under on his passing yards. When the game was over and he had 151 passing yards, I was like, what? It feels like he threw for 300. What, 151? It's, you know, if those two receivers make those two plays for him, and especially Bayless Jones, because the Bayless Jones one was a perfect ball. It was a great yeah. ball. Receiver 100% has to catch that every time. It's not even a 50-50 ball. Um, you know, now all of a sudden he's over 200 yards. Maybe has an extra touchdown. Um, and and now you're talking about prolific passing game. So, And maybe and a different game in general. Where I'm going with this is, if we can, if he continues to play like this, whether the numbers are there or not, because he doesn't have the help, if you get into the offseason, you add one of those go up and get it guys in free agency. You add one with the draft. All of a sudden, next year, it could look completely different if he's getting that help that other quarterbacks definitely get. The the big picture progress should feel very rewarding for the Bears, but I can't help. Like, Matty Reflus is surely angry. He's pretty mild-mannered so far in, in his first year. Mm-hmm. But you said it. Nearly a 50-burger. And only seven of those are on Justin Fields. Like, all right, touch the guy when he's down on the ground. I, I get it. It's kind of a wild play. Everybody's around there. At least be sure. But, but, but for what, 42 points? Uh, Johns, I have to say, even after that missed tackle opportunity for Justin Fields, he only had two fewer tackles than Roquan Smith at that point in the game. That's not good. That's not good. It's not good. Um, what what was Tony Pollard? 14 for 131 and three touchdowns? He was untouched is what he was. 
he is going home tonight and doesn't even need to take an ice bath or get in a cold <laughs> tub or anything. He, he can go can home. Shower. He can hang out with his family or with whoever, whatever Tony Pollard does on a Sunday night after a game and feel perfectly what? good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And Well, first of all, for them, there's going to be like a running back controversy in Dallas. I'm not going to bring up my fantasy team. Okay. okay, please, please don't, please don't. <laughs> but but Matt Eber, like Roquan Smith, show up. Eddie Jackson, big interception. What at the end of the first half there, obviously help you know gain you three points. But the the trenches defensively, they lost that battle it's, over and over and over yeah. again. The second level of the defense, it's bad. It's yeah. There's just not enough talent up front. I, I will admit, I, I wasn't bullish on the D-line coming in, but it's worse than I thought it would be. Um, you know, losing Roquan Smith, I'm sorry, Ro, Robert Quinn, not Roquan Smith. Uh, losing Robert Quinn, I don't think makes a difference in this game. Certainly not 20 points worth of a difference, but it definitely doesn't help. I mean, we can say that. Like, at, at a minimum, it, it doesn't help your depth, but... I think it was it was an issue before you made the trade. It's an issue after you make the trade. I, you still take the fourth round pick, in my opinion. Um, but I I do think you got to be evaluating this thing. And right now, like as much as I've been positive about Travis Gibson, Dominique Robinson, there needs to be more there. You, you know, for you to go in the offseason and feel good about going with that going forward, like you still got to go out and reload at pass rusher. I feel like. And defensive tackle. Yeah. Maybe middle linebacker, strong side linebacker. The the front seven's a problem. It, it, it really is. Oh, well, don't let's, slander let's Jack Sanborn. Jack Sanborn gets in the game and it's an immediate TFL. <laughs> I mean, I also, saw chase, I also saw him chasing after some ball carriers, but yeah, you know, whatever. that's the product of a bad offensive or a bad defensive line. Uh, no, I don't think they miss Robert Quinn that much. To, to be honest, maybe there was some type of emotional sure gap there and i understand that some type of letdown but that should have you should have lost that after the first touchdown they scored right you got to respond you're a professional you have to respond i know you're missing robert quinn but you got to be better than that you 100 have to be better than that yeah you do and i uh, roquan smith's having an okay season it's not like he's playing poorly like let's Make that clear. He is. Uh, he's still a player I would franchise and bring back because you don't want to make a the defense even worse. But there's no way you can say that he has, um, you know, bet on himself and won. No, no, at this he, point. he does you, not there's, look like, no, no, no way. No, he does not look like a, a linebacker. I understand the issues up front, but he does not look like a linebacker that's worth a record-setting deal who sets the market at his position. No way. I know he led the league in tackles coming in, and I know he's had some some great flashes. I thought he had a good game against New England. But against the Cowboys, a better team where you need your best players to look like it every single play, he just wasn't there. He wasn't there enough. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like That's why I want to be clear. He, he's still a really good player. He still should be on this team next year. But if you want to get paid what he wanted to get paid, you have to be first team all pro every week. Right? If you want to be the highest paid linebacker, that you have to be first team all pro every week. 
Maybe you get one bad game, right? Somewhere in there. It, it, this yeah, has been a couple bad series. Five. There's been bad games, like or or at least games where you're like, where is he? And today, I think was one of those days. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem. You know, I checked the the stats at halftime, or I want to say it was early third quarter. I looked at the defensive stats last time I looked at them. When Eddie Jackson is a leading tackler, that's always a bad sign. He finished <laughs> as a leading just, tackler. He finished with I 11. Know he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry. I assumed he did. Yeah. That's not a good sign. I think what you saw today, as good as the Bears played, as physical as they were against the Patriots, that you saw a gap in experience. You saw a gap in talent. You saw a gap in first-round picks. And the Cowboys just took it to the Bears. They did it. I thought the offense was fine. But the Bears' defense, they were on their heels all game. And that offense just took it to the Bears. They did it. They out the Bears, just like the Bears did last week, to New England. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I said it going in, and I feel even stronger about it now. The Cowboys are good. Yeah, I, they, they are good. I, I it would not surprise me if they are in the NFC Championship game, if not farther. I mean, I I think that they. You saw Dak play like Dak. Like he wasn't rest. He wasn't rusty this week. There wasn't questions about his health this week. Well, he and was, there's no pass. <laughs> there's no pass rush. Well, that's true, but still, he didn't he look more. He looked more like Dak. Yes, this yes. week, and that that offense we the saw passes the, were on target. Right, we saw what they could do with Cooper Rush. They still found ways to win games, and and that's where I want to co- go back again to what I think is mostly Getzy, Fields, and two pretty good running backs that you have, and a right guard, and a right guard, uh, and I think overall the offensive line played better today. But 
still wasn't perfect by any means whatsoever. But I think it's really this boils down to Getsy taking advantage of three pretty solid skill players they has in fields and the two running backs. And we saw once again at least one play where they're on the field together, which was nice. Um Putting up 29 points on the Cowboys cannot be ignored, I guess is what I'm no, getting at. Good no, Cowboys no. defense. The most they had given up all season was 26 to the Eagles in a loss. I mean, shout out to the Bears. Shout out to the Bears for pulling that off. Justin Fields looking comfortable, sticking to the design runs, hitting the guys who are open. The, the horizontal throws that I've been critical about in past weeks were way better. He's get you could just tell he's getting into a better rhythm and he's feeling confident more. What was he, 17 for 23? Yes. For 151 yards. I know it wasn't a lot of yards, and he missed. But the another actually. 80 on the ground. Look, this is a QB. You got to do total yards. Yes. You, you, I you, like we, the 17 completions. Yeah, it, it, exactly. So he's up to the so percentage, I should say. Yes. Yeah. I and, interrupted and, you there. So high completion percentage. And near 250 um, total yards, like that, that should be like sort of the benchmark every week. Like if you can complete most of your passes and account for 250 or somewhere up there in total yards between running and throwing and not turn the ball over, you're going to be in good shape. Yeah. And Herbert ran well. Montgomery ran tough again. Tough fumble there. He doesn't really fumble much. I can't remember the last time he fumbled, but. The Bears have something there. I'd bring them both back, by the way, Montgomery and Herbert for next year. I agree. I agree. And I think let's talk about that for a second. We need to talk about this on the CHO show. Like, I feel like there's this assumption out there, Johns, that like the Bears can't afford to keep Montgomery. <laughs> there's an assumption he's being traded tomorrow. They're not who's, happening. Who's paying David Montgomery a ridiculous contract? Like, does anyone view David Montgomery as one of the top five running backs in the league? No, top no. twelve though. Top sure, 15? but like yes, but 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 my point is, if teams are afraid to pay the top top running back, who's this team lining up to give David Montgomery a crazy contract if he's number twelve in in the league? You know what my right. point is. I guess what I'm saying is, I think there's a chance at common ground. Also, figure of all the teams out there. Who's in the best shape to potentially sign David Montgomery to that type of contract? I believe it might be the team with the most cap space by a wide margin called the Chicago Bears. And I'm not arguing they should be crazy about it and go, you know, on wild spending sprees. I'm just saying that, like, I think they're going to be in a position where they could actually work something out. I think David Montgomery wants to stay a bear anyway. Um, Yeah, I... I'm just not ruling out the idea that they could both be back next season. Yeah. yeah. Nice two-year deal. Two years, $16 million, $19 million, something like that with some incentives. I see why not. No problems with that. He's one of your best players on your team. Yeah. Um, I love it. What kind of light's getting shined at you right now? Like, are you getting pulled over? Or, no, I'm or it's, just, it's just getting dark and maybe the streetlights are creating I believe like those a are the streetlights right here. Yes. Hey, what's your shirt size, by the way? Look too tight? No, no, no. no. We had somebody. <laughs> I, I'm not making this up. Someone paid money on the CHGO postgame show with a super chat to ask what your shirt size was because I think they're going to bring 
a, a gift to you next week at the tailgate that now you're obligated to attend because people are bringing gifts for you. <laughs> I guess so. Well, well, number one, it depends on the brand. I'm somewhere between a medium and large. Yes, that's what we guessed. I said it's what, probably some... medium or large. Yes. <laughs> Good call. So I'll get one of each, return the other. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'll make both work, you know? Um, shout out, by the way, to Antonio Contreras for coming through with the high bid on the ticket tailgate package. Uh, $900 going to the 22Q wow. family foundation. The three tickets to the game next week, plus the t- tickets to the CHGO tailgate, parking included, um, and... He said he was coming to the tailgate regardless. So we will we will get a chance to meet Antonio and uh, his friends that are coming. Um, he's got some type of show. I'm not exactly sure, but we'll find out more from him. But they do a bear, like it sounds like they do some type of bear show in Spanish, which is cool. Okay. Yeah. Which is awesome. Right. A lot of Spanish speaking Bears fans out there, obviously. Um, so very cool. And most importantly, just appreciate. Um, yeah. Uh, uh. You know, the, going to a great cause, and I know the 22Q Family Foundation will really, really appreciate it. Yes, Antonio, thank you for your generosity, and I will take a medium shirt. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> well, I'm it's kidding, not him. <laughs> I don't think he's the one. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, but thank you. Um, just wonderful gesture from you, man. That's, that's awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, we got to get out of here. Uh, any final thoughts, Johnsy? Um. Cole Komet touchdown, dude. On you, because you didn't predict it this week. I know. I know. It's, it's the most interaction on Twitter I got today. Like <laughs> The, <laughs> the you, one week, I, I called the Valus Jones Jr. touchdown. That's what I did. So I'm pointing at you. <laughs> that's what your bold prediction was. Yes. And well, that, that did not that's on through. him. He should have caught the damn ball. Yes, yes, yes. But good for Cole Komet for finally making deal my bold prediction. Maybe next week we'll do the same. Um, I placed a preseason bet that's definitely not going to happen, but it was over four and a half Cole Komet touchdowns and the Bears making the playoffs. Well, the latter's not happening. Maybe the, maybe the, the former will. Maybe. I, it was one of those like five dollars. It pays like a ridiculous amount if it happens because it was pretty low odds. But um, anyway, uh, we're out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue at Adam Johns. Uh, shout out to Kent Garrison. Hey, you can hate on him, but he was right. He tried to tell you about the Cowboys. It was a great pregame breakdown, preview episode breakdown of the Bears opponent. Hey, uh, Kent, this yeah. I think it was technically our 600th episode, so we're going to celebrate it Tuesday because there's no time for that today. But that's a no, pretty cool no. milestone. 49-29 losses aren't really meant to. <laughs> no. So we'll be back Tuesday to celebrate. Uh, we'll talk to you then. Appreciate it. John Z, enjoy your evening, and uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. See ya. Anyway, uh, who cares?